0: Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming you out there listening to us know everything there is to know about whatever it is we happen to be talking about that day. <laughs> yeah. Could be uh, anything. It, it, really, it could be today. And today is, it might be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Today is February 25th. I am your host, Rebecca. Um, I'm typically your hockey person, though today is going to be, uh, a little bit of a wrap up on the Winter Olympics. Which do and include hockey. I don't know that I have, I don't know that I really have anything to say about hockey.
1: Really? I That's fair.
0: Yeah. I mean, it went down basically as we expected. The men mm-hmm. sucked and the women were amazing, <laughs> which Check. was as predicted. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm joined by Rachel and Nancy. And uh, who wants to go first? Who has the most, like, burning thoughts about um, the events that you enjoyed or didn't enjoy? Well, I want to know who watched the most of it. Because yeah.
2: I I was admitting <laughs> just prior to this that I ended up watching almost none of it. Just because there have been so many other things going on in my life right now. Um, so I just did not have the time to sit down and, and watch the TV. And I'm really still planning on watching like at least you know my favorite things on you know like Mm. on the website or whatever which I did with some of the summer olympic stuff but like yeah I watched basically none of it just kind of by by accident
0: I I watched quite a bit um I have the luxury of many times being able to put the olympics on one monitor Mm -hmm. while I'm working and then work on Mm -hmm. the other one Mm -hmm. um I mean, the the timing is not great for me here because, you know, prime time coverage started at eight or nine o'clock at night. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the stuff went through the night, which I am a, I am an early to bed kind of person, but Mm -hmm. I did watch quite a bit. I tried to watch a little bit of everything. No, good for Um, you. I'm not sure if I actually hit everything, but I think I got pretty darn close. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because we had talked about everything, I wanted to like... See it in action. I also just... Nice. You know, I just love the Olympics. So
1: what happens? Okay. Just sum it all up for us real quick. <laughs> um,
0: so so people did some pretty fucking amazing things. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, like, I was watching men's cross-country skiing, mm-hmm. and they're ta- the commentators are talking about this one guy and how he's amazing and, like, incredible and he's favored to win and blah, blah, blah. And literally, as they're talking about this he falls. <gasps> oh. Like he fall. He fell and he nearly fell like off the off the course. And I don't know who this guy is. I've never <laughs> seen him before in my life, but I'm invested now. And I was like, oh no, what ha-? And then of course he actually did go on to win. So oh, know, he was like 30 seconds behind and then he was like, you know, powered by a thousand burning suns to be like, fuck everyone. I'm going <laughs> to win this thing anyway.
2: I'm going to interrupt you right here and just say that I have managed to watch the men's figure skating and none of the rest of the figure skating and I have not been spoiled for the figure skating. Wow. Oh. Except for the giant controversy. Okay. So That's if you impressive. know the results of any of the rest of the figure skating,
0: please don't say anything No, about no, no. It. no, you know what? Honestly, I genuinely don't remember a lot of the results. Ah, I remember oh, okay. watching the events. Um, Interesting. You know, the the one that... I got spoiled for that. I was just absolutely Ugh. furious about was the women's um, gold medal hockey match because that oh. started at like eleven o'clock at night here, and right, as much yeah. as I love it, I'm not. I can't do that. No. Yeah. Um. So I was ready. Like when I got up at six thirty the next morning, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're avoiding social media. We're not watching anything. Mm-hmm. We're gonna and and NBC's website. When mm-hmm. you get to the Olympics page, it thankfully just has a, like, picture of the event. It doesn't tell you the result of the event, which yeah. is great. And the first thing I see when I look at my phone is an alert from the fucking New York Times yep. telling yep. me the result.
1: Yep. See, the same thing happened to me for the uh, softball game.
0: In the summer.
1: In the summer, yeah. And I yeah. I, I wish so you pissed. could, I, I completely forgot about it. Like, I, I muted everything on Twitter. I muted everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And then... I completely forgot about the news, and yeah. I, I had the same thing happen
2: in the summer for gymnastics and it was so obnoxious because I don't I don't have any news sites on my phone. I don't read any of them. I don't, you know, like mm-hmm. and I don't get push notifications on my phone. And fucking like Apple news <laughs> oh, so yep. just pop snuck up. in out of nowhere. Yep. I was like I, I've literally never opened this yeah. on my phone in my life and it wants to tell
0: me about Simone Piles. <laughs> like, so how dare my you. my mom was in a meeting, like she was in a Zoom meeting with a bunch of people um, it, like all like hoity-toity directors <laughs> and whatever, whatever. So this is not like a mm. casual let's chit-chat meeting. And at the mm. end of the meeting, one of the people apparently was like, you know, apropos of nothing, I thought it was blah, blah, blah. And here's the results of the women's <gasps> figure skating. Oh, oh no. no. Just to- like no spoiler warning, nothing. Just like that's what? horrible. And my mom and another woman on the call were like, what are you doing? And he he was like, he was shocked that anyone (laughs) would be upset that he was sharing this information.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm sure he was. Anyway, I was just as mad at that guy as I was at the New York Times. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Fair.
2: Yeah. I don't know how I've been so lucky, but I have. I I think it's because I don't know many people who follow figure skating. So like I have been avoiding it on Mm -hmm. social media. But that's relatively easy to do and mm-hmm. then like nobody I know really talks about it. So Yeah, so you don't know I, the
1: results of the women's I uh, know
2: vague things about it. Okay. I know that there were two Russians and a Japanese woman, but I don't know in what order and I don't know which ones. So and I and I I watched the men's Uh, short and free I have not watched any of the pairs or the ice dance and I have not heard anything about them which
0: do we want to talk about the women's sure yeah I I think we need to (laughs) that that drama out of the way
2: yeah Uh, some drama yeah so I mean the I mean the, the short version is Russia who as we all know is currently you know serving a uh
0: yeah, technically it's Sentence? not the country Suspension? of Russia participating. Yeah, it's the
2: Russian Olympic con- Committee. Yes, yeah, the uh, athletes representing Russia or something Russia, like that. Russia, right, for doping. Um, also, figure skating is one of the classic sports where everybody jokes about the Russian judge, right? So, like, mm-hmm. this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> problem. Uh, and Russia, and we've talked about this on the podcast uh r- in prior years about how Russia has had this youth movement in the women's figure skating. And there was, um, they've just been churning out these champions. And last year, uh, when it wasn't the Olympics, but during all the regular competitions, they had these three, this little troika of three different Russian figure skaters uh, who, came out and dethroned everybody who had been ahead of them by like a year and the 17 year old reigning world champion was like i feel completely displaced i can't keep up with them it's so horrible i'm so old and everybody's like you're 17 and she's like yeah but look at them look at these 15 year olds right so um so there are those three There are at least two girls who are older than them who were also still in the mix, last I heard, with the caveat that I have not watched any of this, so I don't know who was actually there. And then there was a girl um, who was the junior, uh, Russian junior champion, right below the Troika, uh, uh, Camila Valieva. Yeah. And she was, she's a prodigy. She's also 15. um, She was the gold medal favorite. And she did uh, help them win uh, the team medal, uh, the gold for the figure skating team event, uh, which I don't care about, so I don't care about spoilers for that. <laughs> <laughs> but then she tested positive in a drunk test. Well, she had and... tested
1: positive from December, but they just right. got the results somehow exactly. in between the yeah. team competition and the individual. Sure.
2: Yeah, Right. um, And she tested positive for three heart medications, I guess, two of which are allowed technically, but I think she should have, she was supposed to have, like, filed disclosed. paperwork about them. Yeah. yeah, disclosed. And then one which is banned. Um, And she apparently said that she accidentally took her grandfather's heart medication, and that's why it was in there, which, like...
1: Yeah, sure. they got the grandfather in on it too, on like a video mm-hmm. call to like. I'm sure. Uh, so they
2: allowed her to compete, which was the real sticking yeah. point for basically everybody. Um,
0: they allowed well, her
2: to compete. It was and not.
0: They... It was not just that they allowed her to compete. It right. was that they had this whole wishy-washy thing yep. about if she meddled. Yep. like that. If, I think... if she
2: meddled, they were just going to not hold the ceremony. Yep, right. And what the fuck does With that do? Absolutely nothing. It's ludicrous. It's it a just punishes non- the solution. other skaters. Yeah, the other medalists. And it's abs- It's frankly absurd that they let her compete. And I mean, yes. it, it's a terrible thing because she's a f- she's a child. Yes, she's a fifteen yep. year old. Yes, and. You know, you cannot hold a child of that age under those circumstances responsible for whatever happened. No. Who knows how it got in her system. I do not actually believe that she accidentally took her grandfather's heart medication. That seems like a load of horse shit. But I will fully believe that it was not her choice to take it. Yeah,
0: I mean given what we know about the Russian Olympic oh, program yeah. mm-hmm. and
2: she is coached by by a coach who is known for abusing skaters yes. horrifically. So I I don't blame her in the slightest. No. However, it is absurd that she was allowed to compete. Yes. Fortunately slash unfortunately, she she placed fourth. Um She did very well in her short program and then
0: fell all over the place in the free program. Her short program was gorgeous. I'm sure it was. And frankly, her free program was gorgeous too, but you could just like feel the weight of the world on her shoulders during that program.
2: Well, and this was a thing I thought was interesting that I saw being talked about was, and I don't know how seriously this got picked up, um, but... I saw going around a lot conversations about whether we should even allow anybody under the age of eighteen in the Olympics at all. Period. Yeah, and I was like, actually, I think that's a really good debate <laughs> to have.
0: Yeah, I really don't think we should. Um, I mean, I certainly uh, like I I might go sixteen. I certainly don't think we should have like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year olds in. They are babies. I mean, even sixteen year olds though, they're legally
2: minors. Yeah, like I just well, they're I legally like...
0: minors here.
2: In a lot of countries. Yeah.
1: I mean, 17 is the cutoff, I think, in a lot of countries.
2: Yeah. So I just I just feel like there's a conversation there because, they, they, you know, it results in these situations where you do have these children who are under such pressure mm-hmm. and so easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not like an 18-year-old can't also be manipulated, but, like, it's, you're a little bit more yeah. self-aware. You're a little bit more... You've just had you more know, life experience. Yeah. yeah. You know? So... You have a little bit more time for, like,
0: your brain and your body to develop.
2: Yep. Absolutely. And that's the other piece of it, right? Like, we've talked about this on the pod, too. We keep talking about how athletes are suddenly sort of figuring out that they can keep going for much, much longer. You know? Like, there's... Well, in some sports. (laughs) In a lot of sports, though. But, like, there's some swimmer I remember who was like, yeah, I retired at, like, 23 because they said I was getting too old. And then... I decided to come back at you know thirty, and then I set a world record, and then I retired again after two years, and then at, like thirty six, I was like, you know what, I still like this, and I well, came back and. Well, yeah, and you there's know... the
0: the Russian or Ukrainian gymnast right. who was Who's who was like 50. meddling in the Olympics at yeah. fifty, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even there was a, a U.S. gymnast who came back this year and very seriously competed to be on the Olympic team after having two kids in at, like, 34 or something, you know? Like, we're starting to do away with the idea that you just have to retire at 23 or whatever. Yeah. And I think that we should take that and allow that to inform how young we start people because, yeah, if you start, it, it just, if you start competing at the olympic level at 15 yeah maybe you really can't compete past 20 you know like well
1: one thing they were talking about a lot in the the uh figure skating coverage was that like all the pressure on doing these like these big jumps and oh yeah the
2: quads so hard on your body
1: yeah and like they were saying for women only like 14 and 15 year old girls can do them and they grow out of the ability to do them. And I have no idea, you know, what, how accurate that is and the mm-hmm. mechanism by which that works. Um, you know, it, I'll be honest, it sounds a little fishy to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I agree. Um, but yeah, so like, at one point does that factor into it? Like, cause that's the thing with the gymnasts too, right? They're, you know, mm-hmm. smaller, more flexible, like literally smaller bodies are able to do tricks that bigger bodies aren't. Mm-hmm. And how well, do you regulate that? Yeah.
2: But I mean, there's a trade-off, right? Like, yeah, you're smaller and you're more flexible when you're 14, but you also have more power and more skill when you're 24. So like, you know, I, I don't, yeah. I think we have to be careful not to see it as you peak, but rather like well, different things trade. Yeah, off, and I guess you know? I'm
1: saying that like it, it, the problem is that like the skill sets that are valued and the like literally valued within the point system mm-hmm. make it such that mm-hmm. you know the, the emphasis has to right. be on these very very young athletes.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, though I I gotta say I think that the girls outgrow quads thing is bullshit. Like. How old is Yuzuru Hanyu? He's twenty seven, twenty eight, and he's jumping quads. Like, why would that be true for a man and not a woman?
1: But that ladies, their 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 lady parts get heavier. Um, oh, is that yeah. what
2: happens?
1: <laughs> Thank you for explaining. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> I mean that's really the only thing I can think about, think of, you know, that would <laughs> cause that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they do have the weight of the patriarchy holding them. <laughs> I mean, the there they is get older. that. That's fair. I mean, so there was an. It wasn't in. Um, it wasn't in ice skating, but I want to say it was one of the snowboarders or the ski aerials people mm. was like winning X Games competitions at 13. Yeah. yeah. And like you incredible skill, not like not knocking that at mm-hmm. all. But then I also think about this person when they're 23 or 33 mm-hmm. and most of their life has been spent doing competitions like what are we doing to people's psyches right. yeah and then you know injuries such... happen and, and then when... yeah
1: like so you know instead of growing out of it sometimes people literally can't do what they love to do anymore because they yeah. injured right. themselves so badly at yeah. 15
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah. tara Lipinski, case in point right like she was the youngest female olympic skater and she it was like two years three years before she
1: suffered a career ending injury oh i hadn't remembered that it was an injury i knew her career was very short but i hadn't remembered i
2: don't i don't remember if it was a i think it was it, they didn't really realize it was a specific career ending injury at first, but she had an injury and then just never, never quite recovered mm, yeah. got better from it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think,
0: I think there's also something to be said here about childhood in general that yes, we are not good. I mean, especially Mm-mm. in this country, I can't speak to other countries though. Perhaps the Olympics speaks to it. Um, yeah. we are not good at allowing children to be children. Nope. Yeah. Like 13 year old, you are a baby, like even 18 years, you are still mostly a child. Like I work on a college campus and I see freshmen yeah. coming in every year and I am amazed at how young they are. Yeah. Like I remember going to college and thinking I was an adult. I was not an adult <laughs> and I've been like 40 since I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Right. Cause like, I feel like
2: probably all three of us were like very mature mm-hmm teenagers, you know, like I mean I think about the sort of, you know, like I moved out when I was 16, I went to college, you know, I met Kyle when I was not quite 18, you know, like I I mean I got married 6 weeks after I turned 21, right? Like that's not wow. old and it worked out great yeah. like i always i joke about him as like the best decision i made as a teenager you know <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time you're absolutely right like you know like yeah an 18 year old is not not the same thing as a 40 year old like no. and no shade to them like i don't you no, know I, still... I think it's very easy when you get older to be like oh babies you know but like no it's just you, you got you've only got so much experience behind you and and people are very able and willing to take advantage of you yeah right that's there. the that's other the thing real danger yeah. yeah and you and you just don't have enough experience or context yet to yeah. to pick up on that and that's yeah. that's a problem and you want to hope that all these kids have parents looking out for them but you know they don't yeah all. and and that's not and they're probably spaces some... their
1: parents aren't allowed to go into too. absolutely
2: yeah, 100%. I know that was a big thing with all the gymnastics scandals is that, you know, the parents can't travel with them all the time. So they trust the team officials and the team doctors. And, well, like... and,
0: and really, the parents can't travel with them now because of COVID. Right, yep. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am going to bring us back around to where we started this conversation with the women's ice skating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so as you mentioned, Nancy, Cami, Valieva ended up coming in fourth. Mm-hmm. which was, I mean, it was, it was heartbreaking. Did you watch it, Rachel?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the coverage, was, uh, the coverage I watched it. I did not feel good about watching it. No, but mm. it no. was,
0: it was, I mean, it was cameras right in faces. Mm, of course. For a it, long yes.
1: time afterwards, not yes, just for a, like. Mm.
0: For a significant amount of time after This afterwards. happened,
1: we're going to comment on it and go. It was, you know camera yeah well, camera shoved in faces for a long time that's not okay it was that's, a little bit like, super gross it
0: was a little bit like chaos because nobody except nobody expected yep. Cami to come in anything other than metal position and mm-hmm. so there was this like sense of well shit what do we what do we do now we have, yeah, to have a metal one of the, ceremony the images then... that
1: stuck with me was uh <laughs> try to keep this as vague as possible but the gold medal winner nobody was congratulating her like nobody was coming up to her and so she just kind of stood there with nobody around her hugging a stuffed animal for like five minutes she looked distraught
0: shell-shocked
1: yeah absolutely yeah it was like i mean nobody knew whether to celebrate or not and
0: yeah and and as you said, Nancy, there were... I genuinely, I don't remember the order. There were two Russians and a Japanese woman who mm-hmm. meddled. And the one Russian was in the in the little, like, green room where they wait to see if they're going to keep their medal spot. And she was just... Right, right. She was, like, her face was just... Uh, I can't even explain it. But Nancy... Uh, but Rachel's right. It was hard watching that. Yeah. But then the other Russian teammate, she was, like... Shouting, she was angry. And she was shouting and crying like distraught in a very different way. Um and at least in the the feed that I had, Johnny Weir was kind of translating and she was like it, she he said that she was saying, I'm not going to go up there. Yeah. This isn't fair. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. And it was just like the cameras were just plastered on these girls. And it was it was awful to watch it yeah. did not feel celebratory in
1: any sense of the word i will Which say the, the commentary a, was, a was you know as, as much as the footage was awful i thought the commentary was pretty good at emphasizing like that's good they they talked about like irreparable damage to this girl if yes you know she was not mm-hmm. allowed to compete and then they're like do you see this this is irreparable damage to everyone who has competed yes. mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. final
0: yes yeah, I thought Tara and having Tara and Johnny do the commentary on that was particularly helpful in this context. Yeah, cuz they both been they've been there. It. They know exactly yeah. what's yeah. And they were incredibly empathetic. Um and I remember Tara stressing this shouldn't even be happening. Like this yeah. she should mm-hmm. not have been a- able to participate.
2: Yeah. She should not have. And and that's really I mean the other thing that I really took away from this and I saw online was you know and again no fault of the 15 year old but she got to compete when like in the summer olympics shakari richardson got suspended for pot right Mm -hmm. not which uh, is not not a performance performance enhancing
1: drug Uh, drug uh,
2: yeah unlike the ones that camila valieva was on which Mm -hmm. are known performance enhancing and actually banned substances Mm
0: -hmm. so I mean the optics know, of that are not good, but no, on, they the, are not. on the flip side, I mean Shikari is an adult and Camila is a child and and I'm not I'm not like justifying this decision because I still think it was a crap decision, but I'm not sure this is a like a perfect one to one comparison. No, it's not
2: a perfect one-to-one comparison, but I think it speaks to the problems in the decision-making process, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, you have an adult who partook of a legal substance in the place that she lives which is not performance yeah. enhancing.
0: Oh, and to be clear, I Shakari should have been able to compete.
2: Yeah, like, yeah absolutely.
0: Not... Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. (laughs) Uh, But,
2: you know, I just think it really highlights the problems in the system, right? Yeah. That you have this person who did a legal thing that has no positive effect on performance and was suspended. Yes. And somebody who did an illegal thing that is is performance enhancing and was allowed to compete. Well, not illegal. Not illegal. Well, the drug is illegal outside of Russia, I think, Um, but... Who knows? She was presumably in Russia when she took it. So you're right. Banned by the IOC, yeah. not illegal. So I just mm-hmm. I just think it really speaks to the inconsistency of the decision makers and the decision making process. And yes. Yeah. And
0: and I do certainly think that race played a factor in that. I suspect oh, yeah. that if Camila was a black woman, she would have been out in a heartbeat.
2: Exactly. And I think or, we can't... or
0: vice versa, if uh, Shikari Richardson yeah. was mm-hmm. white. They would have right. found a way. Was to a let sweet her little meet. white girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I think we we can't ignore that. I think that's a a really important piece of it because, and even aside from the decision itself, the optics and the commentary mm-hmm. around it. You know, I mean, the commentary around Shikari was better than I had feared, but I still think there's a lot of media handling both of those where. It's it's influenced by the optics, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and who the people in question are. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I was a little, I don't know why, but I was a little surprised at, like, at the initial coverage. Because I thought there might be more, like, room for gray area. Like... In what sense? Like, because she was a minor and because, you know, is a minor, because it's a, you know, a heart medication. I guess I thought there would be a little more like, well, you know, it's, of course it's bad, but, you know, this is, it happens and like stuff, but it was, I like, I don't know why I thought that, but it was just very mm-hmm. like, you know, everybody was super pissed that she was mm-hmm. allowed to compete, you know, mm-hmm. and very yeah. much like we shouldn't even be seeing her skating. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I I,
2: I think... Maybe you would have seen that if it had been disclosed and treated as an actual medical condition, but it seems so clear that it is completely not. Yeah. And and I think the connection to the coach too. I mean, there is a lot of hatred for her coach. Well, in the oh, wider yeah. figure skating world. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm
1: glad to hear it because just what I little bit I've read
2: about her has been she horrifying. She a monster. And the really sad part is that several times. Her skaters have gotten free and then had to go back to her because of various circumstantial things. Like one of her star skaters got free right before the pandemic and was supposed to move to Canada to be coached by one of the great figure skating coaches in Canada. But then then because of the pandemic couldn't and had to go back and like take hat in hand and return. It's, and yeah. she's got a lock on all of them, and she started coaching some of the men too. It's just really a shit show. Well,
0: I think I think there was probably also like a, more of a universal feeling about this because it was the Russian Olympic Committee, and they are specifically sanctioned for doping. Like, yeah, uh, Olympics. Yeah. Do you actually give a shit about this or not? Because <laughs> what you're saying to us right now is you do not give a shit. Yeah, it's pretty clear. You do not give a shit when it is a young white woman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think we've covered that. Yeah. Yeah. So the other
2: figure skating stuff uh, that was cool was uh, remember we talked about Yuzuru Hanyu was going to try and jump the quad axle. Mm-hmm. He did try and jump the quad axle. He got about as close to it as anybody's ever gotten. Uh, he very nearly landed it, but he did not.
1: Yeah, I did want to and... ask what you thought about his because uh, it was the the short program mm-hmm. um, where he. Uh, boffed the first jump yep he um sure one did. of his first quad and there was like no room for error at all in the yep. the men's competition yep. and i think Correct. i texted you but you hadn't watched it at the time yet yeah yeah and i don't know it just looked odd to me not like it was on purpose or something but i think he,
2: he just wasn't like he, for whatever reason i think he just wasn't in the right headspace and you know, I don't follow him closely. I don't know him well enough to, like, speculate at all about what happened. But, yeah, he, he came out. He biffed his first quad. And then, like, kind of – it seemed almost to me like it woke him up in a way. And then he, like, went on to skate the rest of the program very well. Um, but he was, I want to say, eighth going into the free program, which is unheard of. I mean, he's the, he's the defending Olympic champion, you know. Um, and has been uh, the international champion in the years in between, right? No. Uh he's lost it to Nathan Chen. Oh, okay. Um but he was injured for a while. So um but he's I mean he's meddled in everything multiple times. So the it was the first time ever I think that he has not skated in the final group um because they in in the first skate it's, you know, not score based. But then in the second skate, you skate in, like, lowest to highest order. So the person who's in first place skates last, right? Um,
0: which is why Nathan Chen was skating at, like, 1 a.m. for me. Exactly.
2: <laughs> right. Um, and they do it in groups, and the groups are groups of six. And so for the first time, user Hanyu, who was in eighth, was not, in, sure the was in, eighth, was not yeah. in the final group, um, which is wild. Um Japan's new little kid, whose name is escaping me now. He's like 17 and he looks like he's 10. Yeah, I know who you're talking amazing. about. I don't remember his name, but yeah. He is going to just blow the pants off the next Olympics. He's already so good. I remember watching him last year when he was like 17 and looked like he was 8. Um, he's, he's exceptionally good. Shoma Uno, uh, I love. Um, did not have a terrific performance but still came in I think he got silver so like he pulled it out um he's always he's a little chaotic so you never quite know what you're going to get from him (laughs) but when he's on he does a beautiful job um he's really an expressive skater I honestly like him better than Yuzuru even though I'm I can feel the wave of the figure skating fandom turning their heads in horror <laughs> as I say that, but it's true. I like Shoma Uno, but Nathan Chen finally won gold. I was so um, happy for him. I was so happy for him too. Just he that, like so that,
1: he did, he did well, so even well, even more than just winning gold, mm-hmm. but just like you know, yeah.
2: And I was honestly, it was one of those like, I. There's a lot of people who there's a lot of co- not controversy, um, competition between the like who likes Nathan better, who likes Yuzuru better, right? Because they're very different skaters, Mm -hmm. but they are in direct competition with each other and have been for years. Yuzuru is an incredible artist. I like Nathan better. It's, But I have never felt strongly about it. But I saw some real shitty posts about it after Nathan won, and I was like, what are you all doing? This is so rude. Yeah. And from, like, even other figure skaters. I was like, what? This is gross. Be professionals. Come on. Um. So I was very happy for Nathan that he won um, Shoma, and then I think the other little Japanese kid took third, if I remember correctly. He, he was the up there, or maybe it was Yuma, maybe it was the other was way around. Maybe he Yuma took Ka- silver, and then Yuma Kageyama the came bronze. in second,
0: and Shoma yeah, and then in third. Shoma
2: got the got third. Okay, so yeah, watch him, Yuma, Yuma Kageyama. He is gonna be amazing. Yeah, the, I think the the amazing. commentators
1: described him as a hummingbird at one point, and like yeah, that was all accurate. I saw every time he jumped. After yeah, that, all <laughs> so, like a picture.
2: The other one is, uh, Jason Brown is amazing. He continues to be amazing. He is an artist. Like he came in, I want to say sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't jump quads and that's, yeah. that's part of why, like if, if he did, he would be in yeah, competition to get, for the first To get place.
0: sixth without that is
2: yeah It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um. So if you've he, never watched he was, one of Chase and Brown's routines, I highly, highly recommend looking them up on YouTube. It's incredible. He's like somebody where you you watch him and, like, if you weren't an ice skater, you should be a professional dancer because you could, you know, be like yeah. a soloist at the Met or whatever.
0: And he was well within um, range of, like, the fourth, fifth, and yeah. sixth were all, were two points apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, he could have easily come in fourth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting. We've talked about this with gymnastics, but, like the i mean there's like the, the artistry versus the like right hardcore power. yeah yeah that debate mm-hmm. and like i don't know it always feels like there should almost be separate competitions for like okay which is the best routine that you could do perfectly you know right. and like be scored yeah. on that rather than cuz you know there can be mm-hmm. um you know stumbles even in the top three routines but because mm-hmm. they're doing such high power jumps right yep the, the points work out such that they can't be beaten. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's true.
0: Um, so I'd like to propose we move on from figure skating. Yep. Oh, I'm there done. are other
1: sports? Okay. Go on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there there are, in fact, other sports. Actually, while you were talking about that, I wanted to look up the, the medals. So I was looking up the, the medals for figure skating, but then I was looking up medals overall. Um, mm. And Norway uh, led once again. Norway led the way Ooh. with yep. 37 total medals.
2: Nice. 1 yeah. per 100 Get it people ancestral in Um <laughs> uh,
0: they also led the way with gold medals, so not just overall. They oh, had yeah. 37 medals over and six, 16 gold. Let's go. Yeah. Um Rachel. Yes. What was your what's, what was your favorite event, moment? Um anything I, like
1: that? I liked watching both the ski cross and the snowboard cross. That was fun. That was fun. Because I was (laughs) telling you, um, I not that I could do it now, (laughs) but I watched it. I was like, you know, when I was younger and I went skiing, like that's the event that I would have wanted to do. You know, all the spinny flippy Mm -hmm. things where you can, Mm -hmm. you know land weird and break your back not so much but Mm -hmm. i mean not that (laughs) not that the ski cross isn't dangerous because it obviously is and there's just some like jousting for position that's probably not great but i watched it i was like yes this is what i want to do this right here well and one of the events
0: uh, well a couple of the the um outdoor events but one of the ski uh, snowboard cross events that i saw looked like it was being done in a blizzard which is incredible
1: Yeah, that was another Uh, thing where (laughs) they didn't expect it to snow on the snow, so they had to shovel the snow off the snow so they could ski on the snow.
0: Yes, there was was there was a lot of chit chat about the quality of the snow and like the fact that the sand from the Gobi Desert was mixing in with the snow and changing. Oh, I didn't hear that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, see, this is what happens
0: when you watch biathlon (laughs) 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 or not biathlon. Mm -hmm. um, Cross country. Uh-huh. I did watch biathlon, though. And I thought of Nancy But you also just time. said biathlon. <laughs> biathlon athletes.
1: Nope. Um, anyway, so cross watch... was fun. And, oh, I just want to say my favorite. So my favorite yeah. moment was the women's snowboard cross. And, like, apparently I'm at the age where I start rooting for athletes based on their advanced age. Yep. Because I'm like, yes, represent... <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, some 41-year-old guy won the downhill, which, like, beat nice. the, the he, or, no, he got the silver, but he was still the oldest medalist by, like, five years. Amazing. Um, anyway, so one of the uh, women, she was for the, the USA, let's see, I forgot her name. Uh, oh, yeah, Lindsay Jacob Ellis. Um, yes. She competed, has been competing for, you know, one of those, it's half her life um her first olympics was torino in 2006 and i'd forgotten about this i don't remember if i heard about it in the first place but um she was uh way in the lead like had a, like a 3 second lead over the person behind her and went caught to the final jump and tried to do a trick on the final jump tried to grab her board and fell <laughs> and she was able to get up and still get silver but she, you know, of course, all anybody wanted to talk about was, you know, you threw your gold medal away.
0: That's um,
1: horrible. Yeah, and then you know she kept competing <sighs> if, on the international as if a level after that.
0: Is something that's embarrassing. Yeah.
1: But mm-hmm. I also like I understand that you had it. Did you really need to? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, And there's you were so close. this idea about like some conversation about showboating came into it where she was trying to be like, no, snowboarding is fun. I was showing that I was having fun. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But and anyway, so then she she would keep winning on the international level, but then have really terrible luck at the Olympics. Oh. Um, like 2010, she uh, skied out of, or she snowboarded out of bounds in the semifinals to avoid hitting a competitor and was automatically disqualified. Oh, that's um, 2014. Um, she was involved in a crash in the semifinals, didn't make it to the finals. 2018 got fourth place by three thousandths of a second no, not hundreds no. but thousands and so was off the metal podium That's and horrifying. this year finally at age 36 she got her gold medal in beijing
2: yay so i was i
1: was very happy for her
2: i'm very happy for her too now
1: yeah i definitely i
2: one of the few skiing things i did catch was i think uh the men's downhill, and they were talking about how everybody on the podium was over thirty, and like how unusual that was. It was like yeah. the elderly podium or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah,
1: fuck yeah, let's go!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, dude,
1: still got it. And I don't know if you guys paid any attention to the the Michaela Schifrin stuff. That was yeah, no, pretty heartbreaking I too. That was I couldn't. So what happened there? I didn't hear about this. She qualified for the finals. And I think all five Alpine events. Yes. Um, and giant. then she, the first two or three, she skied she, out. Yeah. And I, I don't think I, I realized this when I was doing my thing on Alpine skiing, but like, you don't get a time penalty for missing a gate. You, that's hmm, it. Your done. run is over. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yes. So for the first three, she, she skied out, which meant she messed, missed a, went wide of a, a gate Mm-hmm. um and and
0: very very quickly yes like yeah at the like, top of the run um, like right away um she missed the fifth gate in one and i want to say like it was within 11 seconds that she Jeez. was out and like the so she missed on the first day and then the second day when she missed again everybody i mean everybody was shocked the first time
1: yeah and then mm-hmm. everybody
0: was like double shocked the second time and she like pulled off to the side of the race and just sat there yeah. and kind of so stared for 25 minutes.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I I was going to watch interviews with her, but I couldn't. Like, she was mm. just so upset. Yeah. And she did finally finish, I want to say, the giant slalom. Like, she finished her run. But She was finished in like the Super sixth... G. Super G, okay. Yeah, it was just heartbreaking to watch yeah she finished ninth
0: in the super g okay ninth um and then she also competed in the mixed team event and they came in fourth so she did not oh i didn't
1: realize that Hmm. yeah i I remember she i heard she didn't medal i didn't realize she was so close but yeah yeah and it's just like I do wonder about all that pressure, especially when, like, I'm I'm sure, she, like, I don't know the international skiing world, and she's probably not at the level of, like, a Simone Biles, but, like, you know, when there's all that expectation, but, like, <laughs> yeah. that you're going to win everything.
0: Well, and I, I think that was why, after the second, uh, you know, missed gate in the second event, I think that was why she sat on that mountain for so long. Yeah. Because if she had gone down after that, immediately she would have just been bombarded by the press mm-hmm. yeah. as it was. Instead there, a camera just sat there and, and watched her sitting there. And then her mom eventually joined her. Her mom is her coach.
1: Her mm, mom eventually nice. joined
0: her and the cameras weren't even showing some of the other skiers that were going down the race. They were just yeah. zoomed in on her sitting there looking miserable, which was another like gross media moment.
2: Yeah. I really wish, like, I don't know. I wish the media would learn some boundaries about that shit. Cause it just, I mean, I think back to the summer Olympics with Simone Biles, same thing. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. It gets so gross. Like, yeah, they're public figures, but, but have a sense of decency.
0: Yeah. Did you have any others, Rachel, that you wanted to bring up?
1: I don't think so with the individual events. Because I didn't watch as much as I wanted, so I am going to go back and watch some more. Okay. Probably not cross country skiing, but because uh,
0: <laughs> I spoiled it for you, yeah. <laughs> the guy so, that fell
1: down won all of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Um, uh huh. So I did watch a little one bit of the, of the, w- the- women's mono bob because the um, the two Americans um, came in first and second, and then um, the speed skating too, where the um, was the first African American woman? Yes. To I heard about win that. Speed That's great. Medal. Yeah, um, and she's from Ocala, so not far away from oh, Orlando. Cool. There was, um, I didn't see it happen, but a,
2: a Kyle read me an article about um, the women's cross-country skiing, um, and I think I think she it was a U.S. woman. I think she came in and got silver. And it was this whole thing about how she, like, I don't remember the details now because he read it to me in the morning. And things that are read to me in the morning, like, <laughs> I process them as I hear them. And then they, you know, they like, go respond away. appropriately and enjoy them. And then they do not make an impression on my long-term memory <laughs> at all. Um, but it was a really interesting article. And it was all about how, like, she felt like she was legitimately dying through the whole race. And it was because of... I think she had had food poisoning like the day before, oh, or geez. something, and then skated like skied anyway, and wow. still managed to get silver. But was just like, yeah, I just, I, you know, I just skated, skied through it, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. So the, I, I definitely recommend googling that article, and maybe we can find it and tweet it because um, it was really interesting. You know, it's like one of those, you know, you have that moment where you're like, oh, I could totally do this one sport, and then like you read. Some interview with the athletes about what like, it's oh, actually shit. like, and you're like, no, I can't do that. No, I cannot. Yeah, it also makes me wonder that.
1: how miserable do they feel physically on you know any given training so day? So
2: miserable, such that absolute, food poisoning you know, like is just like, yeah, all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine, you know. And I think about that with the, um, like, the pressure too. You know, like I'm, I'm a reasonably competent, confident, calm. Adult, you know, like, you know, I have your ye standard mild anxiety that I think all elder millennials have at this point, but like, I can I can handle most shit. But then I think about like trying to perform an insanely difficult sport in front of literal millions of viewers, and the pressure of being expected to win, and I'm just like, I would just lie down in the snow and not get up. Like, yeah, I think I it's a little just, angry. Like, it's just slide down the hill on my face, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, no rule against that.
0: Don't get off the ski lift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Just, just keep, keep going circling. around. Like, you know, just
2: I, I can't even imagine that kind of pressure. Like, yeah. I just, I, no,
0: yeah, no. Why would you? So oh, the zero appeal. The moment for me that like mm. was really the Olympic moment was Sean White's final event. So I got spoiled for that one. I was real sad about it. Um yeah, so this was this was his last Olympics. He announced mm-hmm. that in advance. He was only participating in the um snowboard right. half pipe.
2: And he barely made it
0: in. He yeah. barely qualified. Yeah. Um and then in the finals of that event you get three runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: only the one, only the best
0: one counts. That's that correct. One, right? Yes, only the best one counts. And he was out of metal contention. I think he, I think he fell on his first run. Did fine on his second run, but didn't score super high. And then on his third and final run of his career, he, you know, missed a landing and and mm-hmm. fell again. And I cried like he's yeah. my brother or something. <laughs> yeah. Like. It, I believe it. He, you know, he got up of course, he skied down to the base but like immediately he mm-hmm. was filled with emotion. Um he he cried a little bit. Uh I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah, that's one where I was thinking, you know, I understand why this is not appropriate to do at this sporting competition but like let him have like one, one more after everybody's yes. over <laughs> like do whatever you mm-hmm. want dude like yeah nobody's scoring it just have fun like yeah. let's everybody just watch this mm-hmm. and enjoy it yeah mm-hmm.
0: i i'm pretty sure i said that at the time i was like can we just let him just let him go one more time just one <laughs> more time um but so i i think part of the reason that got me is he's my age like yep. yeah i'm i'm almost exactly two years older than him we're born in the same month but two mm. years apart and so like the the games that he started participating in are the ones that like I really deeply remember because they yeah. happened much more in my adulthood. And so, mm-hmm. like, not that I follow him anytime outside the Olympics, but like I have strangely felt very connected to him. Um, and and no, I totally that, get that. Yeah, watching that run and then him like, thanking everyone you know the the sparse crowd there was was giving him a standing ovation it was just it was a really lovely moment but it was also heartbreaking to see Mm because you know even if he didn't meddle you just really wanted to see him get a a good solid run run. for the last one yeah yeah Yeah. um and then do you guys know gus kenworthy
1: i've heard the name yes yeah he's the gay loser
0: no he's a skier he does the ski half pipe.
2: Okay. Is he it is gay though. though.
0: I'm... Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, just
2: wrong about the sport. Okay. Yeah.
0: He's the one who, who at some Olympics got to be really good friends with Adam Rippon. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. He also right. like, he came to my attention. I think it was two Olympics ago when he took a hard fall and then he Instagrammed a photo of himself with this like bruise twice oh, the yeah. size of my head on his <laughs> hip. um so this was his last olympics as well Mm. um i didn't have quite the same reaction um but it was also it was it was still another like very emotionally charged moment he came in 12th in qualifiers so he just qualified um and then the conditions on the day of the ski half pipe were were terrible they were so windy there were some really painful looking falls and in fact Gus Kenworthy took one where it like his feet hit the corner of the half pipe and that half pipe is so scary his back like snapped I was I was shocked that he was able to stand up at the end of that and and ski down to the end of the run Um, but because of the wind it was affecting everybody's everybody's runs that day Watching some of those some of those falls where they hit the edge of the half pipe in slow motion, not a good
1: idea. do not recommend mm. no Terrifying. there was one with the the women that I watched um the Chloe Kim was you know great and just beat the pants off of everybody, which was yeah. so that was a fun one to watch. but a girl who looked like she hit her face on the edge of the half pipe and yes. fortunately, when they slowed it down, I guess her board hit first. And so the commentator mm-hmm. was saying she is so lucky because the board made room for her face to be able to slide yeah, through and s- not hit that. But yeah. oh, that yeah, that half pipe is so scary.
0: <laughs> so scary,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so the last thing I wanted to call out was the number of of mixed team events that I saw. Hmm. It was it was really cool to see all of them. I know we talked about them in our yeah. in our minis, but it was different and. And cool to see them in action. Yes. I mean, there was a mixed Which team. Which ones did you see? So there was a mixed team for the snowboard motocross, whatever we call it. Snow yes, cross. I watched that too. <laughs>
1: Lindsay Jacob Ellis won a gold in that one too. Yeah. She had a partner. And, and the,
0: the guy on the team is like 452 years old. And he, like, he had an incredible story. <laughs> um, and so there was one there. There was a team... Not not the ski jump, but the ski jump and flip. You know, the, there's the uh, ski...
1: Yeah, the big air. Oh, big air. Big air. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
0: there was a team big air, or a mixed big air. There was mixed curling. There was... Mm. I mean, there were just a ton of mixed events, which was just... It was just so cool to see. It That's was awesome. Yeah, it was... Like, I really hope that's there's more of that in the future of the Olympics. And, oh, my God, I have to go back to um, figure skating, because we didn't talk about Timothy. What's his face? The non-binary. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ice dancer, oh, that's pair right. skater. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he's an ice dancer. They are an ice dancer.
0: Yeah. yeah I watched um, some
2: of the ice dancing, but I didn't see them. All I can think is Timothy Chalamet, but that's wrong. No, yeah. <laughs> LeDuc. Yes, LeDuc. Yes. Um, Timothy Chalamet thought...
1: seems like in another life he would be an ice dancer, though. Uh,
2: right. See, I'm not like completely wrong. Right. I'm just yeah.
0: incorrect. No, it made sense. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the cool things I found about um, their performance was that um, they and their partner were wearing mm-hmm. basically almost identical outfits, they were both oh, wearing huh. black. Pants, yeah. long sleeve thing with similar um, like beading, bling, whatever. Um, she had an open back, which was like the major difference. But I thought it was mm-hmm. a really it was a really cool choice to see them they've dressed done that so before, similarly.
2: For, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. that's that's been a style that they have yeah. pursued before. Which you know, especially in ice dance, you see more costume variation among the men than you do in Oh the man, I have to scene. say
1: the the men's but. individual skate boring. Ugh, so boring. Yep. Nathan Chen yep. especially. A plus on hey, the at actual least he put on skating. on a Galaxy
2: print shirt though. I mean
1: Yeah, I guess in the short program he had just something that just looked like a button-down yeah, shirt him. and black pants. Boom. Yeah, it was like a the waiter look. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, bless his heart.
0: yeah well, that's all I have about the Olympics. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to bring up?
2: I mean, I'm still looking forward to watching some of it. Yeah. <laughs> See it soon. So like, we're redoing our kitchen, and I currently can't get to the room my TV is in. So it may be a while.
0: <laughs> but we will uh, at some point. Well, they don't watch keep them more. up forever.
1: So the videos. Yeah. is are going to want
0: to watch sooner rather than later. But yeah, I know. Um, the Paralympics are starting. Yes. In that's another
1: exciting. Soon. two weeks. I think that's right. Maybe more like a week by now.
2: It might mm. be. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right.
0: Uh, the fourth, they start on the fourth, which is a week from today. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah so that's gonna be and uh, you know,
1: I cool. might not have baseball to watch uh this season. yeah, I so, heard about that. Uh, they keep
0: putting it
2: off.
1: <laughs> yeah I'll uh be checking out some uh, uh Paralympics and uh some Olympics too. Just in case, good luck, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure right. we deserve to have baseball, honestly, We're- everybody go to your room. Okay, i can say
0: that won't be incredibly starky. yeah we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and keep this uh, an olympics focused episode we can talk about <laughs> baseball next time yeah all right well on that note i'll go ahead and wrap us up and uh thank everyone for listening yay uh and i will tell you that you can find us on the internet in a variety of places on instagram at foulpuck podcast on twitter at foulpuck pod our website is foulpuckpodcast.net and I don't think I can say foul quack, pod, pop, pop, pod anymore.
1: Okay. <laughs> then I will thank Joe for doing our editing and Kevin McLeod at Yay. incompetech.com for our music.
2: And I will say that if you have not caught all of our other Olympic episodes, uh, you should go check them out. Because as we have mentioned several times now, you can still go watch the events uh, <laughs> online. So it's it's not too late. It's not too late. Uh, and please tell a friend if you enjoyed this. And pretty soon we're going to be back to regular episodes because uh, yeah, it's getting to be Life goes on. season finale of uh, hockey and basketball pretty soon, oh, and yeah. maybe season premiere of baseball, maybe.
0: Oh yeah, and, and we did have the the season finale of football in there somewhere too. Oh yeah, that, that's right. That happened. that happened. Yeah, I even yeah, watched yeah. some of that.
1: Why did I do that? Well,
0: <laughs> that's a good great question.
2: Because we have a podcast about sports. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shoot! So, tell your friends. Tune in for our other episodes. Uh, we will continue to bring you the uh, scintillating humor that you love so well. <laughs> Rate and review.